0: Behind the baller. My life is more than money and journey. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't got to tell me, dog. I know I'm the scene behind the baller. My life is more than money and journey. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home last. Behind the baller. Yo, 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 what up, everyone, and happy Monday. Welcome to another brand-new episode of The World Infamous Behind the Baller podcast. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. The Wash Lord, a.k.a. Back Nine Ben, a.k.a. The Korean John Cusack. We are coming to you live from Hollywood, California. This show is brought to you by none other than the podcast professors. The Dust Brothers. That's Miles Davis and Jordan Winter with the original theme song by Illegal Cartel. Cold as ice is coming, y'all. Also, original music by Lakey. Guys, again, it is Monday. Um, It is Martin Luther King's birthday. It is a national holiday. The kids are off. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I did. Had the Yang Gang, my kids with me all weekend. We stayed in pretty much all weekend, and that's okay. When you have a beautiful home, you know what I'm saying? I pay a lot to live here. It's someplace I should feel comfortable in, and my kids love it. So I hope you all had a great weekend. Miles, hit me off with some motherfucking music, and let's get this motherfucking show started. First and foremost, let me say hello and welcome to all the new listeners. I know I gained some new listeners. I do every week and uh, I got some, you know what I'm saying? I know because of um, my engagement and my, my Instagram page is fucking back. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the millions now with engagement and, and impressions and all that shit. Uh, real quick, Jimmy Boy is was out of the country. He, he's going through some obstacles right now. I won't say he's going through troubles and stuff, but he's got a little, he's got, he's been tested a bit. Um, we will not gotta get into it But you know I'm not making him excuses It is what it is So If I gotta launch Cold as ice By myself I will Right And he'll be right there Shortly It's all good But the studio is almost done It's like minimal shit We are close as fuck And by the way I'm excited for video So you can see me Whatever Boom I'll probably be in a white tee Or a fucking golf polo I don't know we will be doing remote shows as well cuz Jimmy's in Houston it doesn't really matter we got the camera equipment we got everything we'll be going from the house from hotels golf courses jewelry stores wherever we want but video will finally fucking be here all right all right man i just realized my birthday is let's see one week it's eight, nine, 10, 12 days away Twelve days away Is, Am I doing anything? No I'm just gonna spend it with my kids but Anyways Big fucking announcement Major announcement Can we get the motherfucking alarm? Can we get the Sound the sirens, Miles Can I get some sirens? Ladies and gentlemen The second annual Washed Lord Invitational Has just been announced Go to my Instagram page. Go to at washlordgolf. Is fucking finally here. We are going live and teeing off on May 6th, which is a Monday. Day after Cinco de Mayo, duh. Right? We're teeing off at 1042 a.m. sharp. I think registration is probably going to open up at 8 or 9 a.m. I don't know. Popeye will tell you all that shit. It is a shotgun start. We are having our second annual WLI at Trump National Golf Club Los Angeles in the beautiful Rancho Palace Verdes, okay? Shout out to our title sponsor, Michelob Ultra. Guys, tickets are on sale right now. Okay, I, I, there's not gonna be a whole lot to the public. It is 600 per player. It'll be 3,000 per foursome. It's a tiny bit increase from last year, but this is a way better club. If you guys play Trump on the weekend, it's fucking $1,000. This shit is no joke. This will sell out very fast, guys. This will sell out quick. Like I said, there is not a lot of spots. I gave the subscribers about an hour jump on it, okay? And let me tell you real quick why there were some hiccups and stuff. When I toured a few spots, one, I'm going through a nasty divorce, right? When I toured a few spots, I knew I had to step up from last year's tourney. Couldn't do it in Angeles again. And this could be the home course that we do it every year. I don't know. But I checked out a few country clubs. I checked out spots that I wanted to play at. Wilshire, because that's like Central, right? Checked out Sherwood. It was, it, it's nice, it's too far, right? Checked out my country club. Checked out Mountain Gate. And then I almost pulled the trigger. It was pretty much a done deal. Popeye's like, just fucking sign. Let's sign. This was over a month ago. And that was at Pelican Hill, which is a beautiful fucking course in Newport Beach. And that's what delayed the announcement. But then I played around finally at Trump. Shout out to the good, good guys. Shout out to uh, Kai Trump and her family and everything else. Well, listen, I said, fuck this. I didn't post it or none of that shit because I didn't want anybody to even get a temperature check on this. I wanted it to be a surprise. This is, I want to say, top three sickest course in Southern California, at least definitely in the LA area. Yeah, I'm not talking about LACC, I'm not talking about Bel Air CC, and I'm not talking about Riviera Hillcrest. I'm talking about straight up overall, then it'd be top five, okay? This course is tough as fuck. It is beautiful. It is 100% pure, and I am so goddamn excited. I cannot wait for May 6th to be here. Guys, it is going to be fucking amazing. Now, listen... Pelican Hill had an amazing ocean view. But and it's nice, don't get me wrong, Pelican Hill is still like five, six, seven hundred dollars, whatever. Monarch Beach had Monarch Beach Club, uh, golf club had a nice course. There's a few things. Trump is actually on the motherfucking water. And both of those courses are not in LA. They're just too far south. But more importantly, Trump is just immaculate. The Greens, mm, fast as shit. Listen, you are going to lose golf balls. There's no doubt about that. But we're going to have so much goddamn fun, it's not even, just don't even worry about it. That's the biggest thing. We're going to have fun. We're going to do giveaways. We're going to do all that shit. Okay, and now depending on professional golf tour schedules, I don't think it's going to be in time because Singapore is right before that and it ends... I was going to have Bubba Watson be the Grandmaster and host the event. But we changed the date because it was going to be April 8th. And now it's on May 6th, right? And this is 100% worth it. I'm glad. Look, it works out. We still got the Oceanside Scramble in October. We're going to have San Francisco sometime in summer. I don't think London's going to be realistic. I got a lot of shit going on. But next year, we'll add... You know, one or two more cities. Might do four or five a year. I don't know. I'm going to personally invite some of my friends. Um, You know what I'm saying? You know, Bieber pulled up last year. We had a lot of people last year. You know, that was cool. Um, But this is going to be lit. All right. There will be prizes, of course. There will be trophies. And, of course, a grand prize for the winning foursome. Last year, we did chains. This year, I'm making championship rings. Yes, real gold real diamonds, okay? Who the fuck does that at a golf tourney? Have you ever seen that from anyone? No, nobody, okay? And also, this is for charity, so you already know. It's just all around a good thing, all right? So for more information, if you want to sponsor a hole, if you want to get a foursome, whatever the fuck it may be, to buy tickets, anything else you need to know about go to washedgolf.com just like it sounds washedgolf.com all right i'm fucking hyped guys i'm pumped finally oh man that was a big that was a big thing i was hurting my back uh switching gears now keith lee who you all know is a pretty sure he's a, he's a food critic he's a ex mma fighter He's a dude from Vegas. Um, I fuck with dude, but at the same time, something just is off. Not off, like he has his own unique style of, you know, um, but at the same time, you got to remember, what he likes might not be what you like, right? And I'm sure his palate has gotten better. And again, there's, you know, he doesn't eat shellfish. And I mean, I was very close-minded about things, right? There's things I don't like, whatever. But, I don't think I can do that and in a way, I've been a foodie forever, it's just different. High end, low end, whatever the fuck it is. I love barbecue, I love everything. But he's good at what he does and he's amassed an amazing fucking like, what is he, 10 fucking million followers on TikTok and whatever, but he has a lot of power. And when Keith Lee comes to your city, it's a big deal, people freak out because he helps a lot of businesses and I got a shout dude out, I've messaged him before, he's got back to me and we've chatted a little bit. What he did for that Korean family that was struggling almost losing their business in Vegas was amazing, right? But he recently went to the Bay Area and it's the first time. He went to Atlanta and ripped places apart and it was sad as fuck. He made an announcement. He's like, look, it's like a lot of places I can't even talk about because I don't think there's any constructive criticism that would help or it would just only tear shit down. And he knows how powerful his shit is. They call it the Keith Lee effect. Now, mind you, he said that Easy Street Burgers in Los Angeles was the best burger in LA. And I'm going to be honest with you, that motherfucking place ain't even in my top fucking 10. And let alone, I wouldn't even really go eat burgers out of my top 10 except for fucking McDonald's just because, you know, my nostalgic and and for convenience. But his trip was so bad, he didn't want to fucking rip apart, you know, san francisco and oakland because of what they're going through and he said you know it's gotham city whatever and it's sad as fuck and i'm not gonna lie to you i've seen like three or four pretty big bay area food reviewers and food uh creators and all that stuff and they're all torn up it was crazy they're all bummed out and everything it's like look Doug, don't let this dude fuck up your vibes and make the city look bad you know how much i love san francisco except for the giants and the niners like Being caught up in anyone, let alone any celebrity, but being caught up on any, you know, content creator, whatever the fuck it is. I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm just saying being caught up that deep into any person is is crazy. Let me tell you what the Bay is. The Bay is a cultural foodie heaven. This is a fucking destination spot, all right? There's more Michelin star restaurants there than any other fucking city in the United States of America. There's so much good food in San Francisco. It's crazy. And you motherfuckers sent him to get chicken wings and burgers and some mid-chicken wings and mid-burgers at that. You know, I would have told him to hit up Sam's Burgers. I would have told him to go to the mission. I would have told him to go all different places. Italian food, Mediterranean food, Indian food. There's motherfucking amazing Chinese food. Mexican food, Filipino food. There's so much shit he could have went. Fuck a smash burger. I don't give a fuck what's trendy. Sometimes you got to go out there and get that OG, juicy, delicious burger, right? That just undoubtedly is just great, okay? Some girl's like, we don't go to that shit. We got in and out What the fuck is you talking about? In-N-Out's popular, but if you really respect food and shit, you ain't going there just because Anthony Bourdain says his favorite, but it's like different because it is different in the Bay than it is in LA. But man, like there are some good-ass soul food spots. I ever actually tell you the truth. There's better soul food in Oakland and San Francisco than there is in L.A., right? Some good barbecue in L.A., in the hood. But you sent my dude to the Tenderloin? Like, Skid Row is kind of close to some some nice shit, like the Arts District and stuff. Like, you don't have to really walk around the Arts District or Skid Row. I'm sorry, you don't have to walk around Skid Row. You can avoid it. Tenderloin is kind of hard to avoid sometimes if you're in Union Square and shit, right? But do you know how fucking bad the Tenderloin is? And it's been bad. But right now, it's the worst it's ever been. And like Dave Chappelle said, ain't nothing tender about that shit. And you know Keith Lee, he does his reviews in his car. He likes to sit in the car, have his family go in. But come on, man. Like, Do you know what it's like having your car parked in the... Are you fucking crazy? Like, bro, he's sending the to Brenda's it's fire. But damn, bro, like... And then he has food allergies. Like I just said that before. Allergic to shellfish. Told the restaurant, please, clean the grill. Change whatever, you know what I'm saying? Woks, pots, whatever it may be, frying pans. He's got food allergies. The shit sent him into the hospital. Now, you know of all people... I know what that's like because London rider they are anaphylactic they will die ain't gonna be no blow up shit it's 911 and we're going to the ICU probably okay so I know all about cross-contamination but he's right people are out there struggling it's bad there's parts of Oakland right now that really look like fucking Baghdad rent is high as fuck even in the East Bay So yeah, people are doing bad right now and they're struggling. Now, I heard some shit and I had to go look it up. It kind of bummed me out. sucked, right? Seeing that Steph Curry didn't want an apartment building to go in Atherton. Now, I can't name a lot of places off the top of my head like San Marino, California. It's like, in uh, San Gabriel Valley, it's like, just south of Pasadena, it's near Arcadia. They're one of the only cities that doesn't have any apartment buildings in it, right? Steph Curry lives in a 30, $40 million house in Atherton. Atherton is right there in Silicon Valley. It's really nice, whatever. And he actually went and voted and went to the city and voted against having a multi you know, um, home apartment building put in there. And I was like, damn Steph. And I, I get it, it fucks up with your value of your real estate and everything, but dog, you got it, like who gives a fuck? Now again, Steph got like probably a few hundred mil. I don't have that, but I live in a nice area. I don't live in Atherton. Still live next to some balling ass motherfuckers. John Cryer is worth at least $150, 200000000 million. And um, whatever, I, I will say this, listen. If you've ever been to parts of Southeast Asia or India, like you go to visit the Philippines, parts of China that aren't in Mainland China, you could even be in Mainland China, and you see poverty over there, that shit is real poverty. It is next level, third world. It is really fourth world. And as bad as the Philippines is, I still felt like could be dangerous. I'm in a different country. You know, it's different. You have money. I got political ties over there that I can fuck with, right? But I feel like I can fuck around and fight off fools. Legit, I, for real, okay? In San Francisco or in Oakland, you can't. Like, you are just, that's a wrap. It, and ain't no one gonna do shit just like over there. It's just, it's different. But yet again, in the Philippines, you're not necessarily surrounded by wealth. And even though the middle class kind of doesn't exist, everyone is working class over there. You're broke, working class, and then there's super royalty rich. In San Francisco, you see so many fucking billion dollar companies right south of Market Street where all these fucking homeless and crackheads, Fenton fucking heads, all that shit, they're right there. Right? If you fucked up in the Philippines, you know, Manny Pacquiao made it out, but it's like, and he had a fucking house made out of leaves. Watch that documentary he talked about his house is made of leaves and a storm came by and washed his house away. See the way squatters live in fucking, you know, in Philippines and it's just crazy. No electricity. They figure it out. There ain't no spot for them to go fucking try to get to New York or go get to San Francisco or go get to some area where you can make some money somehow. San Francisco is right there. You got motherfuckers that are balling out of control. Buildings that are in shitty ass areas. It's dangerous to walk the street. There's actual apps that tell you where human feces are by the fisherman's wharf in downtown, whatever. So, you know, look, I think Keith Lee would probably have to go around the bay again. Probably be better if he gets. And I don't think he really like aligns himself with people. He's just, you know, he's he's new at, at being famous. And uh, I don't know, it's just. It's fucking weird. Now, I did a questions thing on my IG stories, and a lot of people. I was surprised actually, but um I know I took down the post when I said that me and Nicolette were going through a divorce, and people are like, oh man, you know, he's going through a divorce. That's why I lost so much weight. That's why this and that. And like, I gotta be real. The process of it is hard because of court. That's the part that's annoying. The microscopes and auditing is where it's fucking a bitch. I'm not even worried about that, right? That shit's just stopping me from working, working. Okay? It's a slight misconception that it's fucking me up because like, like there's a thing that like, like I miss her or like whatever. Like in a way, yes, I miss us as a family. Like, this sounds like it's starting to get monotonous. Like I've moved on from that part. Like that's there's no me thinking about that. And there is a bigger picture. Trust me. And there is. I don't want to get into that because it gets more personal with my kids. But it is a misconception that I'm sad. You know, because sad and going through a tough time is two different things. But the Biggest part that weighs the most on my shoulders is how my kids are taking it. That's where it's at. And the beautiful part about this is I spent more time, not seeing them all the time, to a quality time with my kids. So our bond is the best it's ever been. But I already knew that's not an issue. I can cook, I'm clean, I can take care of a house. I'm not worried about that. Doing that and working Little bit of a punk ass shit right And I'm not going to get into The way the system is rigged and fucked up in California When it comes to child support and alimony all this stuff It's like it is what it is But please believe like I'm taking care of my part And my kids Will always be good And I don't know subliminals but Like nah <laughs> I'm gonna be good, and the kids are gonna be good, all right, that's done, I'm enough with that, all right, that's done, done, before we go into the break real quick, I, I just want to say that, I see people all the time, so I don't trust anybody, I don't trust no one, I'll say this and whatever, and in some ways, it sounds like I have that energy, but I don't, I just don't have a lot of friends, I don't mean I don't trust them, I just feel like I have If I can't give some of my friends all my attention and and be around there, like, you know, if I'm playing golf, it's a different story. I get it. But it's mostly these fucking gurus out there. There's So many fucking scammers out there selling a course, selling a fucking secret to be rich and all this other bullshit. And they just all say the same shit. They wake up at four in the morning and this and blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. But they always say, I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone anyone I don't believe anyone trust then what the fuck do you believe it's just stupid as shit it's like I don't fucking eat no dairy no no. better I I got better I'm fucking vegan I am vegan every so often you know you know what though I have to have a steak you know I'm vegan five six days out of the week one day no you're not vegan then you say you don't trust anybody you don't trust yourself you don't trust your mother you don't trust anyone People who say don't trust anyone and promote that behavior often are people you want to avoid. And not because you're not trustworthy as a person, but because you don't gotta go out of your way to leave someone, right? Because you said you were, like what I'm trying to say is, and I had to stop and regroup. How I was gonna say this? People who say they don't trust anybody, they are looking for an out. They're looking for something to pin something on you, okay? And that ain't worth your fucking time, because you could be one hundred on everything that matters. But then you could say something silly like, "Oh yeah, um, I was at this meeting earlier. It was at eight thousand Sunset Boulevard." Instead of saying, "By accident, you're at." 8,800 Sunset Boulevard. And it will be by accident. And what the fuck matters? Who cares if one building is a fucking building where pedophiles are or whatever it may be? It doesn't even fucking matter. If they know you're a decent person, whatever. Maybe they don't. It doesn't matter. They will find a way to discredit something that didn't need to be that serious, okay? They will do that and flip it and be like, I you said 8,800. No, I said 8,000. Oh, no, actually it was 8,800. Okay, see? You're a fucking liar. Then they try to come out and put you, like, you know, in this pattern that you lie. It's really weird, man. And I say this all the time. You can do a hundred nice things for somebody, do a thousand nice things. You do one bad thing and it's fucked up. Yes, I agree. If it's murder, fucking rape, something like, you know, ridiculously beyond, that's it, period. That's off the table. You could help somebody get a job, help them promote their business, introduce them to their wife, some good friends that help them elevate their lifestyle. But as soon as you don't take them to a Laker game, went to dinner and forgot to invite them, whatever, oh, it's fucking, you should have, even if it was your fucking best friend, it doesn't matter. Motherfucker, we've done a million things together. Anyone that's on that type of shit, peace, you done. Have a fucking serious deep conversations get very close to somebody they get offended by something. go the fuck off and trust me i'm the first motherfucker to cut somebody off but at the same time i'm very real and i understand people and people are busy just wanted to say that real quick before we get in a break all right so you hear that music that means we're taking a break all right we'll be right back Yo, yo, let's get into some sports. The Dallas Cowboys got their motherfucking asses whooped. And I'm kind of happy, but I'm really not that happy because I wanted them to do good. I wanted to get further than the fucking wild card. And they had all the potential. And my dumb ass bet on them. And I'm going to kick my fucking employee, Pat's ass, from Dallas. Fucking loves everything fucking Dallas. Well, he loves the Mavericks and the fucking Cowboys. But like, bro, what the fuck? And that final score didn't show shit. That didn't give any kind of definition of what the game was really about. They got clapped. There's no two ways about it. Yes, Jordan Love stepped up, was the better quarterback. That got to go. Put fucking Trey Lance in or find somebody else. That was fucking disgusting. All right. And by the way, and by the way, those those last two touchdowns are some bullshit. garbage time. And by the way, by the way, after that fucking horrendous Dallas game, you can keep Dan Quinn. Keep him in that motherfucker. Send him to fucking Alabama. Send him to the CFL. I don't give a fuck. I do not want him in Seattle. Fuck that. That's 100. I don't care about what business. Fuck that shit. That ain't how you won one motherfucker. That's, fuck a first impression. That was a seventh. Fuck that. No. Next. Got my money back with the Chiefs. They handled Miami. That was easy money. I low-key wanted the Dolphins to proceed. I wanted to win. I I like Dolphins. I I, I like Tua, you know? And so, you know, the Chiefs advance. But the most happy I was out of this weekend's NFL wildcard playoffs was the Detroit Lions. They have gone through decades. Or is it ever, I think, was it the first time ever they made the playoffs? Look, they did their thing. I'm happy for them. And for those saying, why well, are you going to go against the Los Angeles Rams? Shut the fuck up. If you a real LA head, like an OG head, and I get we got nobody to root for. That's why, you know, when I was a Raiders fan, whatever, boom, and I was never fucking whatever. But They left. And at a certain point, I was like, "Look, this all makes sense, and everything. This is the time to do this. Seattle ain't rocking like that. Fuck Al Davis and the whole organization. They moved to Vegas anyway. That wouldn't have made sense. I don't fucking no. Fucking didn't make sense, right? And we didn't have anybody in L.A. for a while, but O.G. L.A. heads never fuck with the Rams. That was a different type of shit. You had to be fucking south of Seal Beach." Fucking maybe the IE or whatever, to fuck with them. That was an Orange County team. They were in Anaheim. Yeah, they were the LA Rams in the early eighties, whatever. But when they're the fucking Anaheim Rams with the fuck St. Louis, I'll, listen, fuck the Rams. And you know what? It was dope that Goff got to get some payback, and whatever. Fuck Stafford. Fuck them. Detroit, uh, Eminem was there, Detroit was in the house, fucking Megatron showed up, Barry Sanders was there, it was fucking dope, it was cool. Um, the Texans, I don't give a fuck about Texans, CJ Stroud, fuck him, they handle business though, and I know Jimmy Boy is happy, but I really low-key wanted Cleveland to get there for, you know what I'm saying, not for fucking Jake Paul, that's for goddamn sure, but for you know, for Cleveland, I you know, I, I fuck with him, Kid Cudi ain't really a big football fan, but I, I fuck with him. So, uh, tonight, I don't know what the play is. You should go to captainpicks.com. They got all this shit. They're still killing it. We're still killing it. All that. Uh, We got Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. I didn't check the line. I don't mind Pittsburgh. I don't really care. Buffalo, who gives a fuck? I mean, Stephon Diggs is my boy, like in real life but I don't give a fuck about either team. And ain't why, neither one of them is going to fucking beat the fucking Ravens, so it doesn't really matter. And then it's a doubleheader, Miami Night Football. We got the Eagles versus the Bucks. That's going to be a boring game. Who gives a fuck about Tampa Bay? Um, I know Eagles fans are diehard, but neither one of those motherfuckers are going to clear the Niners. It just ain't going to happen. So pretty much, listen, the Super Bowl is going to be the Niners versus the Ravens, and the Ravens are going to take a big old bird shit all over that San Francisco faithful team, all right? And it's going to be another fucking failure. They're not getting the fucking ring. It's not going to fucking happen. And are going to be like, oh, now we're going to come back because we know what the Ravens are going to do. No, 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 no. They're going to come back and know what y'all do and that you guys are running a fucking turnkey offense and I don't think Brock got it in him. And if you look at fucking Lamar, if you look at his eyes, new era, he wants this shit 10 times worse. That is a fact. Now, NBA, I'm not a casual fan. I'm just a fucking diehard Laker fan. My Lakers, I don't even know what to say. And it's not that we don't have the squad. We have the squad to fucking win it all, everything. We got the squad to take out fucking Milwaukee. We got the squad to take out the Celtics. We got the squad to take out the whoever. It's like 80 It's just, I don't get it. And it's just like, we got three key, four key players, and we got some good people. Darvin Ham's got to go. I don't know, man. I really don't know. That's that for that. Now, I finally debuted the Live Team Championship rings for the 2023 Live Golf League season. And let me tell you, now that I'm aligned with live golf, I see the hate and it's all stupid because the PGA is funded by Saudi money too. It's all, we're going to see in a few months where we are. I think the shit's going to get, it's going to join up and it's just going to be fucking dumb. I think John Rahm made a smart move. Okay. Everyone's like, oh, golf is dead. Shut the fuck up. I watched the PGA. I watched the I don't give a fuck what it is. I watch YouTube golf. Look, Yes, the majors are the big thing. The Ryder Cup, President's Cup, all that shit. But look, fuck with live. You have to go to a live event to see how much more fun it is. Even more than a major just because of the vibe. But, you know, I missed Augusta last year. I went to the US Open. kind of want to go to the British Open, right? PGA Championship. You know, I'm... I'm gonna check it out but live is fucking crazy and these rings are heavier chunkier and made as well if not nicer than most nba nfl rings i will not speak on the rings that jason of beverly hills has made he is a he is an ally of mine he has made most of the championship rings for a lot of teams and he has crushed it especially the warriors ones he made those a1 lakers ones were cool but these live championship rings This is part of my jewelry comeback tour You saw what I did for Tiny right? Saw what I did for Live I'm working on some shit for a few people I got one of the biggest Latin stars in the world right now Coming up with design right now I got a major fucking NFL star Got another fucking cat Not really fucking with rappers too much right now But I got some shit And trust me These next live rings are going to be crazy. And what's so fucking dope is Greg Norman reached out. Live executives reached out. All the players on the Crushers reached out. By the way, congrats to Crushers GC. I like this team golf shit. It's actually kind of dope. If you really think about what these guys are doing, it's smart. But Bryson DeChambeau, who was the captain of the Crushers, he personally reached out. And I fuck with Bryson. Because I briefly shook his hand, never talked, but we had a chat back and forth. He's like, bro, if you ever want to play golf, just let me know. I would love to play. This is one of the longest drivers in professional golf. He's one of the most technical people. Shot a 58 last season, which is the lowest ties with with Jim Furyk in the lowest round in professional golf. Dude is dope. And I'm excited because I have built some really strong relationships with live players. And these are legends. Some of these guys are younger, some of these guys are older. Look, I'm excited for this season to motherfucking start. Now, unfortunately, Mayotoba is coming up in like a week or two. It's Mexico. I won't be able to get out there. But I was supposed to play the Good Good tournament. It's their first tournament, and it's going to be at and during the Waste Management in Arizona next month. Just in a few weeks. And I still even thought about it. I was like, fuck, I should do it. Because I love Garrett. I love the good, good fam. Those are my dogs. And waste management's always a good time. I didn't get invited or asked to play the waste management thing. I that I really care. And I pretty much already knew. My mind is already set. So I can't do it. I was going to try to figure out, maybe go one, boom. Because Vegas to AZ is nothing. It's literally fucking 35, 40 minute flight. And if I can make it, I will, but I doubt it because I'm almost 99% sure it is on the exact same day that I'm playing the Live Pro-Am, which takes place in Vegas, Las Vegas Country Club, right? So all the Vegas BTB Army, Vegas subscribers, whatever, holla at your boy, I'll be in Vegas. I don't know if I really have time. I'll be out there, you know, doing my thing with Live, but it takes place during Super Bowl week. So... Will I be staying out there during um, Super Bowl week? At, I don't know. That's going to be... <sighs> and if you know, I'm not really a big fan of fucking um, being out there uh, and doing all that. But yeah, I, I am excited. Shit, I- I'm fucking tripping. Farmers, the Farmers Open is a week away. Tomorrow it is a week away. So I'll be in San Diego this weekend well not this weekend but i'll be out there for four days i'll be training i am 90 percent sure i'm probably using the new qi10 driver it is fucking amazing i'll be at the Taylor made training center the kingdom i'm um, getting fitted for a new three wood and possibly a new hybrid rescue i'm not changing my five wood that motherfuckers my money club we will see what happens at the fitting and at training you know i'm gonna be at arrowwood Maybe try to get a subscriber round out there. I doubt it. I'm going to be really out there getting crazy. But um, I'm excited for the live season. Uh, out of the 12, 14 tournaments, I know I'll be playing at least six of them. So I'm excited for Miami. I'm excited for some of the ones that are overseas. This is going to be fucking amazing. And yeah, not a whole lot of golf happened over the weekend that was supposed to be. But obviously, you know, I really had to take care of my family shit and family comes first. Now, as far as movies, the Book of Clarence just came out, or I think the premiere, maybe it came out this weekend, I'm not sure. I want to go see it. I've heard nothing but fucking amazing things about this movie. Kid Cudi did this little screening out there. I was supposed to go to that, but I didn't make it. But um, I want to check it out. Anybody who's seen it, tell me what's really good, if it was bomb or not, or whatever. Uh what else? I didn't really watch anything else. Raising Canaan finally dropped episode six from season three. I gotta say it was. It was a filling episode, but it was it was a lot better. It was it was it was informational. You know, I hope you guys have been catching up. Raising Canaan has been amazing. All of the fucking power shows have been great. Uh and then um it was one of the better filling episodes, right? You know? So what else, man? Talking about idols. What the fuck did I write here? I'm looking at my notes, guys. I'm just being real with you guys. This is my show, right? Uh, we'll come back to that. I don't know what the fuck that is. Now, most Def, who I fucking respect so much, Yasin Bey. Met most a few times. Met him way back in the day during the Black Star days. I'm friends with Taleb Kwali. He is, he is a hip hop legend, dog. He is legitimately a jet legend. He is an amazing lyricist. He's a brilliant artist. He's a good actor. Very. How do I say this without offending anybody? I don't want to say weird or unusual. He just He's a very artistic dude. Like Andre 3000, but different. Now, you don't got bars like Andre, but he, he's dope. And I fuck with most heavy. But he kind of shit on Drake. And I don't know if it was necessarily shit, but it, and I don't even think he meant it in a hate way. But regardless, it, it came out to be kind of hateful. And y'all know, it don't matter if I don't talk to Drake every day or whatever else. I can FaceTime and call Drake in. That's my dog. The whole shit from way back about people writing fucking Drake songs. Listen, if he has a thousand songs, I don't think more than four or five have been written. He writes his own raps. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Drake is really the whole package, whether you like him or not. Okay? I just didn't like And he's entitled to his own opinion, just like I am. But I got to say this. Most Def was very in control of his career. Started hanging out with um, Afeni Shakur, Tupac's mom. Started getting into some real militant shit and everything. Not that that's bad, but look, some folks don't want to be super famous. And that's cool. They don't want to be, they don't want to live in this Hollywood life. And like Frank Ocean kind of has that. But he's massive still. Most was there in the hip hop community, but like not as you know the internet. A lot of things passed up. He's just he's more analog type dude. But at the same time, some people don't want to sit in the cut or no a choice. When you blow up and explode like Drake did, once it's go time, you either rise to the occasion, or you become a memory. And I want to say he's the most fucking famous musician. Period. Right now, I'm sorry. Out of anyone under forty, there is nobody bigger than Drake under forty. Period. And I say that with some sort of bias, I'm sure, because of my boy. But motherfucker has made fire ass songs. Now to compare him against fucking Michael Jackson, I hate hearing that shit. Kanye, Jay Z, they be up there, but dude is you know he's he's a bigger thing, bigger than the weekend and all that. Right? There would be no weekend without Drake. Don't ever disrespect Mike. Mike Jack? Nah. Before the internet, this motherfucker was moving numbers that Drake never did. I don't give a fuck about no billboard shit. I'm talking about really making motherfuckers move in seventh world countries and shit where they had no other shit. It was just the fact that motherfuckers knew who Michael Jackson My kids knew who Michael Jackson is. My kids kind of know who Drake is. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I want to get a little bit into politics and I mean very little bit, like a, a very little, and not in that way, like we're talking about deep fucking policies and shit and everything, but I saved it last for that reason, okay, because today is important day, right, there's all kinds of shit going on, motherfuckers is really trying to figure out who is going to be the fucking Republican candidate in certain states and everything else and whatever, and let me tell you something, nobody in the world is working harder than Vivek. Vivek Has did like three hundred ninety one appearances, and I ain't talking about rallies. I'm talking about personal meeting the voters and all that shit. And Donald Trump, don't get me fucked up, guys. Just because I am a Republican, I'm not leaning super left, super right. No, you know whatever. Not a libertarian. I'm not independent. I feel I could be, but I'm just saying, definitely conservative in a lot of things. But there's, you know, a lot. I'm just more of a realist. And when I say don't get me fucked up, just because I'm hosting my tournament at Donald Trump's, I don't get into that shit. Like when all the LBGTQ shit was going on Target, I wasn't gonna stop shopping at Target. I'm not gonna fucking stop drinking Starbucks because a million people got killed in Korea. Nah, that ain't fucking what people are fucking stupid. It's a nice course. oh, you're supporting? Man, shut the fuck up. Anyways, Donald Trump went on Truth Social, which I have yet to go on there. I, I do not want to go on there. And he said, do not believe Vivek. He's very sneaky. He's disguising himself as a Trump supporter. But he's really, you know, I mean, you're in a fucking race. He's just showing you love. He's showing respect. And I get it. Of course he wants to fucking win or be whatever. If Trump was smart, he would make Vivek his fucking vice president. And I get what Trump is doing feels like vivek is getting a little too close and gaining too much momentum and he knows that motherfucker's no joke i don't want to hear this shit about the pharmaceuticals This everyone is in some shit to make money This not whatever I, man like look this is what we fucking have to choose from i think he'd run the country better than trump would he's younger he's sharper and he's very 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 well versed And the shit that he believes in, I believe in too. Okay? And what I'm saying is, if they even let Trump run for president. Yes, I said let. Because I have a very strong feeling in my gut, they are going to put his ass behind bars. Or do something wild and do some fucking shady ass shit to fuck up his whole campaign. Because getting arrested wasn't going to do it. You could be arrested and still run for president, whatever. But if somehow Trump is legitimately on the ballot and he can go out there and campaign a decent amount, if Donald Trump legit runs, there's no way he loses. I've said it before, just saying. Every state he lost in 2020, he will not lose. Except for maybe maybe Cali and New York. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of California is fucking with Trump. Right? I don't know if there's going to be a fucking pandemic before the fucking voting happens or whatever. COVID fucking 20 fucking four. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But this time in the states he lost, he is going to like Arizona, the Georgia, whatever all these weird ass states that like, you know, Nevada that were kind of iffy. He is going to clear those states. I just think his ass is really going to go to jail, jail. Okay, so if that's the case, I ain't mad because my vote goes to Vivek. And I'm sure he's going to probably have DeSantis as his VP. Haley is just out, right? She's trash. And thank God, fucking Chris Christie fucking blasted her. But Trump, if he's on the ballots he's actually running there's no fucking way he loses he is going to win by a fucking landslide sleepy joe is just too fucking old he has got dementia this motherfucker can't run he is just it really it's they have to make a cutoff i know i was saying 65 but definitely 100 you cannot be the president at 80 i know trump hold on let me see i don't know why the fuck i don't know this i know trump is fucking old as shit 77 okay It'd be his last turn if he wins anyway, but he's just too fucking old. And he's still all right. There's motherfuckers out there, Lee Trofino here and there, but, but he was right in the country like, dog, Joe Biden, too fucking old. And by the way, I still think Michelle Obama is going to come out and maybe surprise us. I just, w- I wouldn't be surprised. But if she does say she's going to run for presidency, it could get interesting I ain't going to lie to you. A lot of motherfuckers are on the fence. I feel like whatever that... I don't know. I think it's too late, regardless. It, It would just be... I think that she would take out Biden as far as the vote goes. And it'd be... I don't know, man. It's a lot of weird shit going on. But you know what? People crack me up in the comments when they say all this shit. When they see crime and all kinds of shit going on in LA or the Bay or whatever. They crack me up when they say, oh, this is what you voted for. This is what you voted for. Defund the police. You voted for this. You voted... That's what you fucking voted for in California. You think we actually have that much power? <laughs> Everyone is looking for something to blame. All right. And in the 70s to maybe the early 2000s, that might have been true with voting and shit. But now, in more recent times, in the last five years or so, or after the Me Too movement, was that like late teens, Look, they gave people way too much of a voice. They let everyone fucking talk. It's too much cancel shit left and right here and there. So the dicks in politics, they took that shit away. Some motherfuckers got fucking, you think that shit mattered? You voted for this, shut the fuck up. I mean, it is some weird ass shit going on. Again, I'm not really, I, I need to get a political analyst on here like Mike Robport does. And speaking of Mike Robport, by the way, my dog, Rap, got a nice warm welcome by some dumb fuck idiots in Portland, Oregon. Just this weekend, over the weekend. Palestinian supporters who have never been to fucking Palestine or, or fucking the Middle East or don't probably have any fucking immediate family there because a bunch of fucking weird ass people and some of them look like there might have been Palestinian, I don't know. Bet you the most of them haven't been, fucking been there. They care more about what's going on over there than their own city because Portland is a shitbox too just like fucking parts of Seattle is and just like San Francisco it's all fucked up All right, and they went there and protested his show wouldn't let people in they're trying to fucking harass me whatever look rap don't give a fuck Michael Rapport has bulletproof skin he really doesn't care about no protest that shit probably made him laugh he's probably in his dressing room fucking laughing now, if he had to perform in front of 17 people, which I doubt, because I know all his tours have been well, then who gives a fuck? People are just fucking stupid. They don't give a fuck. And people who fuck our fans is, really don't give a fuck. And he's a survivor. He's going to use that shit in his comedy, all right? And turn around. He don't give a fuck. And you already know, he's part of the fam, Dust Brothers Productions, Miles, Jordan, they produce the Iron Rapport show. If it wasn't for Michael Rapport and the Dust Brothers, I wouldn't have a podcast. You wouldn't be listening to this show right now. So shout out to my dog, Mikey Rapp. Okay? All right, guys. That is it for today's episode. I love y'all. I'm going to fucking cuss Jimmy out. I got a busy week. I got a lot of weird, random ass shit. I'm going to try to get as much golf as I can, but it's just a lot going on. Filming tomorrow all day. We got this Wash Lord shit now. Got these whole sponsors. I got to fill up. Because we were lacking I didn't have a course um, But shout out to Pocari Sweat It's fucking amazing how just had tons of Pocari Sweat In every golf cart Had golf cart girls running around It's gonna be lit We got raising canes We got fucking top tier food Dinner is gonna be fun Listen guys I just wanna have a lot of fun And I wanna kick it With 144 people It is gonna be lit I'm gonna go out there And try to win TaylorMade's gonna try to go out there And get their fucking back to back win I'm gonna make sure That shit is stopped But, guys, I hope you have a great week. I will see you back on Thursday. Always remember, this is not your practice life. All right? Make it a great day. Make it a great week. Be better today than you were yesterday. Be better this week than you were last week. All right? You hear the music. We are out of here, y'all. I love y'all. Peace. Mm